Welcome to Storytime with Geoshri. Let's continue Wish Tree by Catherine Applegate. Chapter 21 Bongo! I said early that morning as the last stars faded like weary fireflies. There's something I need you to do. Does it involve potato chips? Bongo mumbled. No. Then I'd rather sleep. It's about summer. You promised you'd let me sleep in! I didn't promise. You implied. I want to grant Summer's wish. This roused Bongo. She fluttered down to her favorite branch, the one she'd nicknamed Home Plate. Bongo likes to watch the kids play softball at the elementary school. Uh, Fred, you don't make wishes happen. You're the place where wishes go. You're like a... Like a leafy garbage can in a good way. For 216 rings, I've sat on my roots and listened to people hope for things. And a lot of times, those wishes never happened, I'm guessing. Bongo tucked a feather into place. Sometimes that's for the best. Remember that kindergartner who wanted a bulldozer? I'm passive. I just sit here watching the world. You're a tree, Red. That's kind of the job description. This is a good wish, and it's a wish I can make happen. I paused. Well, we can make happen. Yeah, I had a feeling that's where this is going. Bongo glided to the ground. Look, I heard Summer's wish. How exactly are you going to help her find a friend? You'll see, I said, hoping I sounded more confident than I felt. Fred! Bongo paced back and forth. With each step, her head bobbed forward. We've got more serious issues, pal. Francesca's talking about turning you into toothpicks, and her residents are frantic about where they're going to move if that happens. She came close and nudged me fondly. Of course, they're worried about you too. I know that. Fresh-baked bread poked her head out from under the porch. It was barely dawn, and only the white stripe running the length of her face, was clearly visible. I've offered to take in one of the tree families temporarily, she announced. Preferably, the opossums. They better behave than the ewes. That's very generous of you, Fresh, I said. But I was interrupted by Big U, the mother of the three raccoon babies. She was in my large hollow, grumbling under her breath. I beg your pardon! She exclaimed, you, you, and you have excellent manners. They're too inquisitive, said fresh baked bread. Always poking their noses where they shouldn't be, grabbing things with those little paws of theirs. Well, at least they don't stink, Big U cried. And her children have paws, last time I checked. Harry Spiders, the mother opossum peeked out cautiously from her own hollow. Opossums name themselves after things they fear. Stink is in the nose of the beholder, said Harry Spiders. And while I personally think your children have a delightful odor, fresh, I've already got dibs on the woodpile two doors down. Should anything happen to dear Red? She patted me. No offense, love, just thinking ahead, you know. No offense taken, I assured her. I saw that pile first! Big you cried. Share the skunk den, Harry Spider said. 
I wouldn't be caught dead in that place, Big U exclaimed. Not now. Not that I know my inquisitive children aren't wanted. Well, they are a bit boisterous, said Harry Spiders. At least my children have spunk, said Big U. Your kids faint when they see their own shadows. Playing possum is a useful adaptation, said Harry Spiders, her pink nose twitching. The world is a dangerous place, and in any case, we can't control it. It just happens. If I may interrupt, came a cool voice from my highest branches. It was Agnes. There's a nice-looking lindel tree two blocks away, just vacated by a gray squirrel family. We're looking at it as a possibility, but there's a tomcat that runs loose there. Collar, no bell, so that's an issue. Also, a big slobbery dog. In fairness, all dogs are slobbery, Pongo observed. I really think you should all calm down, I interrupted. Let's not buy trouble. One day at a time, my friends. Who knows what tomorrow may bring? The mothers glared at me. I heard a great deal of sighing. Too much wise old tree? I asked. Too much wise old tree, Bongo confirmed, as everyone retreated into their homes in a huff. They're all a bit tense, Bongo said, worried about your, your situation. I can see that. I'm worried too, Bongo said in an almost whisper. I know, I said gently, but every cloud has a silver... Fred! Bongo interrupted. Sorry. There must be something I can do, Bongo said. You're a good friend, Bongo, but sometimes all you can do is stand tall and reach deep. Red! Sorry, I said again. What will I do without you, Red? Bongo said softly. You'll be fine, my friend, I promise. We both felt quiet. At last, Bongo shook herself, feathers fluffing. In any case, maybe not the best time to be granting wishes is my point. Seems to me this is exactly the right time, I replied. Bongo groaned her little old man groan. She knew I wasn't backing down. And with that, we began to plan. Thank you for listening. Bye, until next episode.